Wow. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode of the AIP podcast. Again, it's me and your host from Supercharged Lab on behalf of the AI Partnerships Corporation. Today, we have a really special guest for you, and that is the incredible Gus Miner. He is the Chief Innovations Officer of Sophie. Um, and Sophie utilizes collaborative intelligence and innovative technologies to create new realities for hazard and risk management. Now, Sophie enhances your health and safety frameworks and drive, drives actions by leveraging real-time communication to and from the field. With Sophie, features that provide a direct view of the entire organization, streamlines, admin, and reporting. Sophie literally puts your health and safety framework to work. So a huge, huge warm welcome to you, Gus. Thanks for uh, coming in to the studio. And um, it's our pleasure to have you here today. Oh, thanks a lot, Anne. I look forward to the conversation. I think we're going to have some good time. Absolutely. Well, first up, Gus, tell us about this name, Sophie. Tell us why you named it Sophie and how did Sophie come about and, and how does it protect lives? No, for sure. I mean, that's an awesome question. Thanks for asking it. And for us, I mean, when we were on the journey to brand uh, what we were what we were doing, we wanted to make it uh, simple to recognize, uh, simple to articulate, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, make sure that it conveys what we're trying to do in the most uh, effective way. Uh, so when we look at the composition of the word, I mean, Sophie, it's a, it's a, a fabricated word, right? We we put it together. Um, and where it originates from is uh, a lot of the things that we talked about in our mission uh, came through, you know, uh, digesting information as knowledge and creating wisdom. And the Greek goddess of knowledge and wisdom is Sophia, right? Uh, so we, we, we immediately kind of captured the name Sophia, which is used at scale. Uh, so we, we took the first uh, letters of Sophia for the SOF, which represents Sophia for the Greek goddess of wisdom and knowledge, as well as it's a software. We are building a software. Um, and V is life in French. And, and our intentions is to be able to collect as much knowledge as we can from the field and beyond to transform it into wisdom and, and with the goal of saving lives, right, with the health and safety format. That is so cool. Absolutely amazing. Well, let's talk a little bit about Sophie and how it works. How does Sophie help businesses to create that culture of safety? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And for us, what we took on as initiative and as a challenge right away is how do we create a tool that's for the workforce, by the workforce, that everybody can buy into? Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest things with health and safety programs is you've only got a small segment of the organization that's really like uh, uh, talking to talk and walking the walk, and then they're trying to bring everybody else along the ride with them. Um, so how do we get things to be attractive and informational as well as, as uh, productive for every single person in the organization so that everybody can be aligned on, on the mission? Um, and with our tools, like we talked about, um, the workforce has direct access to, to all the information they need to be successful for the day, as well as collaborating into the context of the day uh, and what should be moving forward. Um, so that we we can start um, reducing on the breakdowns in communication, which is usually the biggest uh, problem in, in most organizations, is how do we communicate at scale? And how does everybody know what 
how does everybody know what they need to do to be effective and, and efficient for the day while making sure that they don't get hurt? Um, and I mean, I come from uh, many years of having my, my cell phone under my pillow, hoping that it doesn't ring in the middle of the night because I, I, you know, I may have forgotten to leave behind certain instructions or certain risk assessments or certain protocols to do the work. Um, and, and hopefully we don't have an injury. So uh, we take a lot of that hoping uh, and putting it and we put it into action with our tools so that there's there's virtually no gaps um, if we were leveraging a safety, the, the safety system properly uh, to make sure that everybody understands what's going on, how they work together to achieve it and how to keep that positive uh, energy uh, in the workplace to then pass that information along to the next shift so, that's, so that the continuity of the work is there rather than we have shifts that don't talk to each other all the time. And then it's, you know, they're always out to harm us because, you know, they want to be successful on their own. And there's a lot of, of the language in the, in the field, especially in 24-7 operations. So uh, that's what's been really efficient and effective for us is streamlining the communication basis to make sure everybody uh, is successful. Uh, and in turn, with that success, they get to go home uh, in one piece every single shift. That's that. That is absolutely critical. So you've worked extensively in mining and construction and manufacturing, where having this safety culture on the ground, or as we call it in the field, is absolutely critical. How does Sophie manage distributed workforces? Yeah, for sure. I mean, great question, and 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 that's probably one of the biggest problems we help solve is how do we communicate at scale like we talked about earlier, right? And how do we make sure that we know that people have received the information and acknowledged it? Um, so within our tool sets, we're able to pass information along, uh, you know, with, with the mobile app, you know, everything gets uh, moved over to the mobile application so that everybody has it in, in real time. Um, and it also is available offline. So if you do have a, a workforce that is offline temporarily or for the whole shift, because sometimes in mining, the infrastructure is not there in particular, or even construction. You're working in uh, some, you know, Greensfields construction and there's just no, there's no connectivity. So you need to have that ability to synchronize your information, go in the field and do your work um, and then report back. Um, so now we've seen organizations having to go through uh, to, you know, from uh, multiple people distributed in multiple workplaces to deliver the same message, hopefully the same way, <laughs> hopefully the same way. And then, and then trying to bring all that information back collectively to centrally manage what's going on. Well, now, you know, this is automated through the SOFI process where you're able to dispatch the, the, what needs to be uh, taken care of uh, on a daily basis centrally, and then centrally receive all the information back uh, from every user in the field when they synchronize, right? So, yeah, that uh, that is so important. And you know, one of the biggest things about workplace safety is that you know it's a critical issue in any and every profession, and it isn't really sufficiently talked about today. I think nobody should have to worry about their safety while on the job, but unfortunately, there are many, many hazards that workers can encounter in the workplace. So how do we educate industries like you know the construction industry particularly, and even in mining, that these industries are behind the tech adoption curve? And how do your solutions like Sophie's solutions, um, how do you get them to be less, less averse for, uh, to, to adopting technology? Right. I mean, that's, that's a, it's a very, very um, steep challenge, uh, especially when you go across industries. 
Um, and you know, whenever you're talking, whenever we speak to somebody from manufacturing, mining, or aviation, I mean, safety and the and the safety systems are are at the forefront of of all industries, right? Of how they take care of of their workforce and how they make sure they do the proper risk assessments and deliver the right message in the field to to do uh, things safely. And then in certain facets of construction and and, and beyond. Um, even when we speak to organizations where they're mostly office based, like, well, you know what, it's pretty safe here. We don't do we don't do anything uh, abnormal and, and, you know, but they still suffer MSDs and they still suffer from injuries at work. Why? Well, maybe sitting at your chair for 12 hours a day is not how the human body was designed to be. So what do we do in, in this situation and how do we avoid those long term uh, back and knee injuries from not, you know, not utilizing them properly? So that it does affect every industry, to your point. Um, and, and I think for the most part is um, when we when we talk to organizations that are just getting started into this journey is to make sure that we don't uh, we don't create an atmosphere where it's almost like selling them a trip to Mars, uh, where it's seemingly unknown how we're going to get there. That's what it feels like for certain organizations. Um, and it's just, you know, what are the low hanging fruit? What are the problems that you're that you're encountering today that are you know at the very forefront of 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 what's going on in the field today and let's challenge those things. And then, and then also, you know, to make sure that we sell a journey, like this will be a journey. It will be a transformational uh, three, four, five years uh, to not only adopt the tools that we've, that we've built, but also to be able to fully implement them and transform the culture. And we've seen the fruits of that already with, with certain of our clients where they're speaking at a totally different wavelength but also like the language is different in the field now um than it was three to four years ago it really is phenomenal especially when it comes to the positive recognitions and and you know supporting each other for a very productive and positive outcome uh versus the blaming game that usually occurs with the lack of communication right um it it just that alone is truly transformational so if you take that piece and run with it you're already going to see a, a significant uh, curve there, uh, as far as making sure people go home uh, in, in in a safe manner. That's that that is so important, really. And um, you know, we we on the AI partnership podcast, we love to talk about AI. So tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing in on on the horizon with regards to AI driven projects. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what we're doing currently, uh, so there are things that are active in our system now, like making sure we understand. What does it mean when we have uh, a certain amount of positive recognitions, a certain amount of hazard detections? How does that impact our our incidences and as well as risk assessments? How does that impact our incidences? And so it's it's all about um, understanding what the proactive uh, approaches are doing to impact the reactive, you know, and, and then shifting an organization from being solely reactive to being proactive, and uh, to see what that does and. You know, we're now able to share a lot of data with our data points with our clients to talk about, hey, the more that your workforce is hazard smart and picks up on opportunities to be better and picks up on things that needs to be corrected and you actually act on them. That's that's the biggest piece, like follow through and act on it. Um, Your incident severity, your incidents might not necessarily go down uh, because things do occur. Right. But the severity goes down significantly. So where something would have potentially been. Um, a high stakes uh, incident or, or, you know, very high probability injury or, or life altering injury. Now we're talking about, you know, uh, possibly a piece of equipment being slightly damaged or, um, or, you know, mostly a near miss where like it could have happened, 
but a lot of the things were in place to to make sure that it doesn't happen. Uh, so that, so that's what we've done so far. And and what we're continuously working on is to add more tools for the workforce. So, um, cal- you know, so that we can give the direct feedback of this is the work that has been assigned to you. While you're assigning the work, are the people that you're assigning this to trained and authorized to do this work? Um, and then it does a second check when the, when the employees are working on it. Hey, while you're working on this, these are the types of incidences we've had in the past. Here are the you know top five controls to put in place to make sure that you can avoid uh, you know, some missteps or some risks there. Um, so the more tools that we can create for the workforce, that's where that's where our heads are at. I mean, management's got all kinds of dashboards and reports they can lean on. Uh, but how do we how do we make this a win and a success for every worker? I mean, they're the champions. They're the ones doing the work. So let's support them the most as possible. Um, and, you know, that's what we're integrating now with IoT devices and uh, wearable devices so that we can do the heat stress management, cold stress management, because they're just as important um, to avoid MSDs or, or, or strokes and whatnot in the field. Uh, as well as, you know, inter- you know having some uh, connectivity with equipment. So how are you feeling as an individual? How is your equipment feeling the way you're using it? And, and how, do you, uh, how do you adjust your, your output to make sure that everybody is in good condition uh, every day, right? So that if you're working a seven-day run, that you're not burning out by day four and then exposing yourself to issues in the last three days, right? Or, or vice versa. So that's, uh, that's what we're up to. That's great. Well, that's all the time we have for our podcast today. And uh, to wrap us up, maybe Gus, you can tell our listeners how they can reach you. Yeah, perfect. No, thanks for having me on the show. I mean, it's always great connecting with you. And uh, you can get a hold of uh, of me anytime on LinkedIn. So Gus Minor, uh, M-I-N-O-R uh, on LinkedIn. You can also check us out at Sophie.com. Um, and we also have a, a podcast on our own. If you want to learn a little bit about uh, change management and what others are doing, we've got changeitself.com, which uh, has an episode every month. And we're, we'll be happy to have you uh, join us in the conversation and, uh, and uh, share some information uh, back and forth. Sounds good. Well, once again, that was Gus Miner. And thank you for your time to all our listeners and to Gus for tuning in to our show today. Thank you for everybody being on AIP Podcast. My name is Anne. I'm from Supercharged Lab. Once again, on behalf of the AIP Podcast, signing off. Thanks a lot, Anne.